got a question for you. Like, what are you supposed to do when your house is divided on Valentine's Day? You know what I mean? Like, let's say you love it, but he hates it or she hates it and you love it. Like, what? Like, how do you handle that? It's a topic we're going to explore today with Ask My Mom on the show. Let's go. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. It's a feel-good podcast. Me and my mom. Live, laugh, love your mom. You know the rules, right? Let's say hello to my lovely co-host, my mom, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. I want to go over some calls from the topic of what are you doing for Valentine's Day? How long have you been married and what are you do or doing for Valentine's Day? We did ask my mom on Tuesday uh, about a woman who is saying that she's every every year seems like it's getting a little less significant when it comes to Valentine's Day. And like, is that tip? Like, basically, is, is that normal for things to start to go away, you know, um, right. after a couple of years. Uh, let's, let's go over some of your calls first. Hi, Kramer and Mama Nancy. This is Lauren from Powder Springs, Georgia. My husband and I have been married four years coming up and we really don't do Valentine's day. My birthday is February 25th and he told me I get either or. So last year I got a Valentine's day present and I didn't get anything for my birthday. So that's where I stand. Hey, Kramer. This is Angie from San Diego. I have been married for 15 years, and we never really have done big gifts or anything like that. We usually will just try and, you know, do something where we spend time together. But um, since we are in a pandemic and not going to dinner, I got creative this year, and I went on Cameo.com. And I paid William Hung from American Idol to sing a song to my husband. And I've had it for like two weeks. And it's been the hardest thing ever to keep from him because it's so awesome. Hi, Kramer. It's Melanie. I'm a certified fan calling in from San Diego, Chula Vista, California. So actually what me and my husband are doing, we've been together for seven years, um, married for about um, three years. And we are actually making dinner with some fancy steaks, um, and uh, it's, it's going to include the kids, of course, so we're going to make a really nice um, dinner with a charcuterie board and everything. So we always do something, uh, whether we go out or have um, a nice dinner at home. Um, and actually, another thing, too, that we're doing for our anniversary, which is a couple weeks from Valentine's Day, is we're doing a luxury picnic which is a very in thing to do. It's trending, and um, a lot of couples are probably going to be doing that for Valentine's Day as well um, because it's uh, pretty inexpensive if you do it yourself. But anyway, that's just uh, my thoughts, and um, I think it's just if you keep the romance alive, whether it be on Valentine's Day or whatever the occasion is or just just because, um, it makes a couple um, stronger. I mean, when I look at the certified fans page too, um, let me go through because I posted the question earlier today too of how, like, how long you've been married and what are you doing for Valentine's Day? Mm -hmm. Let's go through some of these. Uh, Carissa, four and a half years together, 10. They're going to go hiking and cooking their favorite food for dinner. Uh, Krista is eight years and they're not doing anything. (laughs) Um, (laughs) 
Diana is, oh, I didn't realize Diana had been there 32 years. 32 years. Wow. Uh, Valentine's Day, not a big deal for them. Uh, Michelle is almost 10 years, together 15, and we we never really do anything other than maybe a nice meal at home. Uh, Claudia, nine years, together for 12 years. I literally had my uh, seven-year-old remind me last night that it is Valentine's Day coming up. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, married for a year and a half and together for seven. I just want pizza and flowers. That sounds good. Uh-huh. And uh, let's see, one year together, I'm sorry, one year married together for five. We both work 11 to 11 on Sunday, so we are going to do a Valentine's breakfast the morning of, but we did get each other small gifts. That's one year. That's one year married. Yeah, it's still special at that point. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, 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 it's tricky. It's tricky because I think it does everything just changes over the years. Like, yeah. mom, what did you, what do you even do for your wedding anniversary? Well, you guys actually do You you go on trips. Yeah, we do. Um, our favorite trip is to go to Highlands and, um, to spend a couple of days and to have nice dinners and lunches. And yeah, that's our favorite thing. And so we try I to wonder, do that every year, but, but Valentine's day, you don't really do much anything. No, I so have I wonder, a card like, for him, but that's it. I mean, I wonder if that pressure is just there, but not many people really do things, you know? Yeah. I don't it's, know. Uh, it's always interesting when I talk to Jess about it because, you know, she's been dating her boyfriend for a year now <laughs> and, they're, and they're living <laughs> together. And uh, on the Uncensored podcast today, she kind of gets on to me because she's like, um, I, uh, it's hard for me to talk to you about my relationship because I feel like you're so negative relationship. And I'm like, I think the truth is probably somewhere in between the two of us, you know? Like, uh-huh. I think you're probably don't have enough experience in relationships. And I think I probably have too much experience in bad relationships. So somewhere in the middle is probably the truth. But I would say, you know, I mean, I guess it's just, it's just do whatever, whatever it is that you do. You know, I mean, is that that the best way to look at it, mom? I do feel like, I do feel like after reading this, I'm actually pretty surprised. I'm glad we talked about this because I always assume that every other couple, besides my wife and I, kind of made a thing out of Valentine's Day. But I mean, I'll go through a couple more of these. Uh, Christine, 21 years together, married nine, nothing for Valentine's Day. Annie, 23 years married. Uh, Usually do a fancy dinner and a movie date. So that's cool. They actually put a lot of effort into it. Yeah. Um, A whole lot of nothing. Uh, he's deployed right now. Uh, don't really want anything for Valentine's Day. I would say majority of people aren't doing much. Right. So, yeah. For what that's worth, hope it makes you uh makes you feel better. <laughs> um, another topic, mom, that I found really interesting this week was talking about my Uber Eats order remember this oh yeah i was saying how it's for so long i would get this thai restaurant sent to me through uber eats it's the only place that uber eats because it was literally almost 30 minutes away right and 45 minutes in traffic and i was like, i'm not going to go all the way up there and do all that that's crazy <laughs> but then i was like it's it's they stopped delivering down here and it would take you know it would take two hours to get the food down here which seems crazy because anytime i go pick it up it would be ready in about 15 minutes so i'm like what's what am I missing here? You know, like what's right. the, what's the thing I'm missing here? Well, Stacy, who's one of our listeners actually drives is either Uber eats or for maybe it's yeah. Okay. I guess I didn't realize how the Uber eats system works. Oh, how does it work? I haven't. Uh, so here's what Stacy said. She goes, I thought I would just shed a little light on why it used to take almost two hours to get your Thai food as an Uber eats driver. It shows us how far away and approximately how long it will take us 
just to get you, uh, uh, just to get to you. Many drivers probably passed on your order, so then it had to be given to a, a several drivers before anyone would take it. Oh. Personally, I'm not going to spend 90 minutes on one delivery round trip. <laughs> it needs to be at least a $50 minimum. That's what Uber pays plus tip. Uh, my average is somewhere between 30 to four, $35 an hour doing three to four close deliveries an hour. Just maybe give you another perspective on that. Um, huh. and it goes on to hope you find another type place. I didn't know. I didn't realize because I know with Uber, 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 like your driver doesn't know where you're going. Right. Unless, unless, unless it's changed something until you get into the car. Right. Uh huh. Like, so it's not like they can like pass it. You could be going around the block or you could be going to the next state. Yeah. And yeah. they won't know until they actually pick you up. Right. But it seems like with Uber Eats, and I don't know if the other ones like this too, is that they'll see how far away it is to get to you. They'll see like <laughs> it's only a, oh. <laughs> you know, my order is only $12 or whatever. Uh-huh. So they're like, what, what can a tip be on this? You know? And I, uh-huh. I think I would tip $4, whatever it's 25, 25% or 20%, uh-huh. whatever it was. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, so let's say it's 20% on $12, $3. Uh-huh. Well, no wonder, <laughs> no freaking wonder nobody wanted that no, one. I didn't know they had no the option. Way. Right. They had the option to like know um, <laughs> how much it was going to be. I had no idea. So the restaurants that use Uber Eats don't pay them, don't pay the drivers anything. No, they they pay them a drive. Yeah, they pay them. But then I guess, and she's saying like they'll, uh, like how much is that tip going to be? You know, like if you're going to get a, if you can do three close deliveries, yeah, and get, I see. You know, I get it. Twenty twenty five bu- or twenty bucks in tips, or do I mine get and get five bucks. It's going to take you an hour <laughs> round trip. Uh huh. Yeah. It's almost not even worth it, you know. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was I thought that was interesting. Interesting, yeah. Um, some other interesting news out today about The Bachelor. I'm not watching The Bachelor at all this oh, year. Oh my! Um, and I haven't for I haven't since I've been here because I've just been so busy and like I don't have honestly two hours a week just to like sit around and watch TV. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> speaking of, since we're talking about a lot of love and <laughs> Valentine's Day stuff this week, um. They did some research, and if you're into this show, you might find this interesting. They did some research on how is it possible that, like, these couples can fall in love so easily, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how can you fall in love and get engaged in, like, two in two months' time? That's how long it just takes to film a season, about two months, eight weeks, right? Uh-huh. So um, they did a whole research study on this. So if you're into this show and you're kind of like, well, how does this how does this happen so fast? So The Bachelor and its spinoff shows are basically all about the honeymoon phase. That's what this – doctor were saying that did this research, right? Uh-huh. So when the contestants then step into this mansion, they're basically cut off from the outside world, right? Without any other distractions. Uh-huh. And all they can do is focus on their feelings and what they want. That's it. That's uh-huh. all they got, right? Uh-huh. Plus those elaborate dates, of course, are filled like with these over-the-top activities like skydiving, <laughs> candlelit dinners and caves. Right. And all the excitement that impacts the emotions. Yeah. So the the doctor behind this study was like it's science and, and basically studies find that adrenaline rushes can actually spark sexual attraction hmm. which interestingly enough on the same vein of of, of sexual attraction <laughs> i read a story today because i know we got some tampa listeners um the search the searches for adult material went up 15 percent after the super bowl (laughs) oh after the super bowl (laughs) after the super bowl yeah like right after the super bowl in in tampa 
it spiked and it was kind of saying the same thing of like the adrenaline just like gets you going, you know, uh-huh. it just gets you going. So, okay. So you got all that going, right? But then the chemicals in their brains has also helps them, uh, help them convince them that they're all actually falling in love. It's like a surge of testosterone, dopamine mm-hmm. and other effects, the pleasure, the, you know, the, the, the pleasure center in the brain uh-huh. and drive that attraction phase of love. So now you're like, Oh my God, I'm in love. Of course I am. Like I've got <laughs> nothing else going on. I've got all these feelings. Right. Um, the transition of up to the attachment phase of love, which is when a couple feels connected and contestants on, you know, the show confess their feelings for each other, yada, yada, yada. Uh-huh. But then, so why basically if you're wondering why do most of the relationships not work out on this show? Uh, the doctor on here explains that's, Basically, like when those wild dates in the show are over, like you're back in the real world uh-huh. and reality sets in, you know, and that's yes, and that's and then that. Every, and everyone goes back to work and yep. gets into the humdrum of everyday life. Yep. And there you have it. Mm. I think the only person to ever give me a really good explanation of that was Wells Adams, who was on. I forget who the bachelorette was that season, but he was a, he's a, he's now married to the girl from modern family, but, um, he was, I asked him, we had an interview with him when I was in San Diego and I asked him, I was like, I was like, I was, it was Jojo. It was Jojo season for those who watch. And I was asking him, like, I mean, would you really be into her? Like if, if you guys, if you weren't just like forced to be into this girl, he's like, honestly, not really, but you got nothing else to do, you know? <laughs> You literally have nothing else to do but to be into somebody. So and you have when to that's choose a, someone. Yeah. So like <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'll give it my best shot with this one. Right. This uh, whole this whole discussion made me miss that show because it is just so ridiculous. It's oh, such it's a ridiculous too much, show. Way too much drama for me. Your dad yeah. watches it sometimes, but I just can't bear it. Those women are Super drama queens. It is just way too much over the top yeah. for me. My mom gets too sad. She says <laughs> it makes her sad when she has to and watch I it. I do hate heartbreak. Oh, I <laughs> hate that. I hate for someone's heart to get broken. But that's the show. That's how it works. I know. I know. You it know? just doesn't. It doesn't work for me. Yeah. But then I'm not their target audience. So right. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, let's go ahead and get to our quote for today, mom. Okay. It is not our differences that divide us. It is our inability to recognize, accept, and celebrate those differences. Audre Lorde. Mm. That's good. And that is good. I like that one. And we know that's true. We know that's true. That that once we get to know people that are different from ourselves, Nine times out of ten, we're going to find something that we have in common that we can build a relationship on. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's, we do spend a lot of time wondering what, what the other person is not, you know, yeah, like, right. oh, well, you're this and I'm that, you know, you're this and I'm that. I think it even makes the dating world kind of hard because, mm-hmm. because of that reason alone, we're just so used to like. It's like our nature right now just to be like, oh, well, you're not this. So I don't know if it's going to work out, you know? I don't know if it's how dating was before. I don't remember. I mean, shit. I just, I I basically just chose my ex wife on first availability almost. (laughs) 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 No, but no, but in all seriousness, I I do feel like it's, and I I don't know if it's my own criteria has been upgraded or that we're just, way more judgmental than we were in the past. Well, for you at age 37, 
And having been in a relationship for 11 years, you certainly know more about yourself and what you need and want in a relationship. That's more true. Than you did when you were 23. That's true. <laughs> when you were 23, you wanted exactly what you got, a hot wife. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> ask and you will receive. <laughs> You'll get it. Careful you what you remember, ask for. I said, mm-hmm. are you yeah. sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you could have you could have spoken up a little louder. Okay. I feel like <laughs> no, <laughs> could have no. objected to the wedding or something. You know, <laughs> stop the no. wedding. Say, oh I, no. Uh, you know, it's funny because I, I mean, I, 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 I do talk. I, I, I more ingest talk about my ex-wife like that. But yeah. I would say uh, overall, while we didn't have the most soulful, deep connection. We, we were good friends. We definitely had a really good friendship and had a lot of good times together. Yes. Uh, regardless of how it turned out, but, yes. uh, <laughs> it's just funny to me. It's funny to me because I just, I'm, I'm just curious and I don't, we don't have to make this into a topic, but, um, like, would you, would you ever, and I don't, I don't know this is going to work well, but just go with me here. Basically my, my point is like, I would never, I would never be interested in dating my wife now. Make sense? Uh-huh. Yes. Like, I don't. I don't think. I think with everything that I like know about myself now, right. I think I I'd know be about really. Her. You, yeah, <laughs> but I'm saying like if I met her, I don't know if she's even really my type anymore. You know? Yes. Yeah. So like, mom, if you met dad today, oh lordy. <laughs> Careful, because he listens. I know, I know. No, I don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> I, I'm genuinely curious. Like, if you met your partner all over again, yeah. I don't know how we got this far down. We're talking about dating. We're talking about them accepting people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, That's right. But like, if you met your partner again today, would you still date him? <laughs> I would genuinely be curious how many people would say. I would have to think about that. Would say yes in that, you know? Uh, I have no regrets after 49 years, but I don't know <laughs> if I would choose it all over again. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy to me. I, I don't, I'm, I'm genuinely curious, like, if, if you met them all over again. But see, that's also what terrifies me. We're, we're totally sorry. This has nothing to do with the quote anymore. <laughs> um, but that's also the, what, what terrifies me about being in a relationship again. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm like, cool. I know who I am today. I'm good. I can find the right partner. Mm-hmm. But then like, that's what I thought at 25 too. And then like in 10 years, I'm gonna be like, oh my God, what am I doing? I'm, I'm well, into aliens and- now. And she doesn't believe in aliens. <laughs> and like, Well, and the truth of the matter is that we change. We yeah. grow and we change and we're not the same people. Your dad and I are not the same people that we were when we got married at 19 and 23. I can right. assure you of that. We have changed at least a half dozen times right. based on our life experience. Um, so yeah, and you know, the hope is that you can continue to grow together, but right. still be your own self and honor that in the other. Now yeah. respect who they are and continue to grow. It's just crazy because I feel like my criteria right now is so high. And I'm like, shit, it's not going to matter. It's going to matter for another, like, like two years. And I'm like, this shit's going to change all over again. So <laughs> that's even the point. First available, I guess. Um, <laughs> roll the dice on that again. See how that goes. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's not so well the first time. 
It's jokes. It's jokes. It's jokes. It's jokes. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Skillshare. Skillshare is an awesome way for you to reconnect with your creative side. It really is. I mean, it's, it's mom, you did the photography classes mm-hmm. on there. Um, mm-hmm. And you're a, you've got a year membership now. You're on there. I know. Um, if you're into illustration or graphic design, photography, film and video, marketing, like how much, what are your job demands? Are they changing? Do you feel like you need to learn new skills? Do you feel like you're kind of getting, because the problem that I almost have, because I've been doing radio now for what, 20 years. I feel like, like I need to get better at my video skills because that's where things are going. Everything's going mm-hmm. kind of video now. Mm-hmm. And so if you feel if you get the same kind of pressure on you, like your skills have not adapted to the way that, that things are now, maybe mm-hmm. you need to do more marketing or uh, maybe they're asking for more writing stuff. And you're like, ah, I feel like I'm getting behind. Mm-hmm. It's cool. It's go, go on Skillshare. Within like an hour, you can learn so many new things through these online courses. I think you're really going to dig. So I'll give you a free membership too to go check it out. Go to uh, Skillshare.com slash Kramer. Skillshare.com slash Kramer. And you can get a um, uh, free trial, the premium membership to go try out these awesome courses online. You can learn a whole bunch of new stuff and hopefully they'll find, find you some inspiring moments for the way you want to grow creatively. You know, it's also fun to do something totally different than you do every day professionally. That's true. Absolutely. Take a painting class or take some sort of craft class or do something different. Um, yep. Yeah. It's just fun. Just for fun. Go check it out. Skillshare.com slash Kramer. Also, thanks to our friends today for sponsoring the podcast over at Magic Spoon Cereal. And I think this, I mean, it's it's honestly too late to get it for Valentine's Day. But mm-hmm. next time that you need a gift for somebody, I really think this is fun. I think like, here's a, here's a perfect date night. You and your significant other and you get some Magic Spoon Cereal. And then like <laughs> you guys can turn on some of your old favorite shows like cartoons, uh-huh. open a box of cereal, sit on the, on the floor like a blanket out. Uh-huh. Boom, date night. There you go. Uh-huh. That's how we're doing this. <laughs> Magic Spoon cereal is like your favorite child. Well, you don't like that? That's good. I think that's good. I just wonder how many offers you'll have now. <laughs> I think that's cute. Is that not cute? With you. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee you there's somebody right now wants to go on a cereal date. That sounds fun. I would be I would I would legit be into that. I think I that sounds like would. a lot of fun. I know you would. Is that not is that not fun? I don't yeah, know. Sure. I haven't seen another human being in like six months, so I don't even know what's how to interact with humans anymore. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Magic Spoon Cereal is your favorite childhood cereals reimagined. They're really good. They're really good. Uh, they have a brand new variety box out now too. In case you haven't checked it out, it's the it's got the peanut butter in it because it was really popular back in 2020. It was a limited edition flavor, sold out three times, and so now they decided to bring it back for permanent. But uh, you can get it in the variety pack now with frosted, fruity, and cocoa. Got zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in every single serving. That's 140 calories per serving too. And it's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, GMO-free. It's fun. Plan a date or just have breakfast. You know, do do what you do. What you do. It's up to you. Go to magicspoon.com slash Kramer and grab your variety box today. And be sure to use the promo code Kramer at checkout and save $5 off your order. And if you're not confident, 100% confident with this purchase, like if you don't like it for whatever reason, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee and they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember to get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash Kramer and use the code Kramer to save $5 at checkout. Make you into Magic Spoon for being a part of our podcast today. All right, ask my mom here in just a couple of seconds. Um, uh, woo, we need to say hi to certified fans, don't we? Yes. Hello, certified my fans. Favorite. Thank you for 
for what you do. We appreciate you so much. Um, certified fans donate um, a small monetary donation to our podcast every month. And when you do, you get all kind of perks and some inside stuff. It, and the Facebook page, I think, is probably the most valuable. It's the most like so fun. I'm trying to think of the way to like in, in video game terms. Go with me here, um, which no one's going to be able to relate to this, but it's fine. <laughs> um, I feel like certified fans is like the downloadable content or like the um, the deluxe version of a video game. Like you get the podcast, right? And that's and that's free. You can listen every day. It's free. No big deal. But you get when you go to the um, uh, certified fans, like we have this whole discussion board behind the scenes, right? You get insider's knowledge, you get perks, like, and, like you get discounts and like, it just, it kind of just upgrades the listening experience, I think. So, mm-hmm. um, if you get five extra bucks a month, we'd, we would love for you to become a certified fan. Just text the word fans, F A N S to eight, eight, eight Kramer eight. And you may come and you will be our next, our latest certified fan that we can say hello to. Um, uh, mom, I'm, I told you my database thing was weird. Yes. And I don't, I just saw somebody else join, but I think that was just an old join. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a mess. I'm going to have to look at it this weekend and see what's going on with it. Let me see if this data got put in or not. But if not, we'll say hi to somebody that's been okay. a fan. Um, okay. So I see that Carissa from yesterday must have got her second email. So that's good. At least they're going out now. Uh-huh. Um. I really want to say hi to this person, but I just don't know what her name is. I'm guessing it's 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 either Shannon or it's Christine. Ugh, it's frustrating. I don't well, know what her name is. Those aren't even close. No, this is somebody different. But I, I just, all I have is an email address, but I don't have the full the the, the name pulled in from it, so I don't oh, know. Gotcha. Because that they didn't get the second email yet. That's fine. I'm also the IT department for Certified Mama's Boy, so web developer. Um, any any job that comes with it. That's so right. we'll come back to it. It's okay. Right. We'll come back to it. Um, but let's go ahead and say someone. I know everyone's so curious of what number they are, Certified Fan. That became a discussion on the Certified Fans page the other day. Um, so, Mom, just give me a number, and then we'll let somebody else know if it's them. Okay. 99. <laughs> Certified fan number 99 is Maria W. Maria W. is from Vista, California. She's been a certified fan since the 19th of June. She's still out here today hanging out with us. So we appreciate you so much. Maria, for you is a bonus whoop whoop. Here you go. Whoop whoop, Maria. Yo, and so text the word fans, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. Also, don't forget, too, that we're on the road to 1 million downloads of Certified Mama's Boy. And by doing that, we're asking if you can help and let your friends know about our podcast because we, we're going to try to get a million downloads before the 25th of March. That's the one-year anniversary of the show. It's a stretch. The math doesn't quite add up. So um, <laughs> you, if you can and you will, please – Refer your friends to our podcast. And when you do, um, not only every referral you get is entered for 250 bucks, but you earn points. And those points then add up to all kinds of rewards from swag to personalized notes to bonus whoop whoops. So text the word refer, R-E-F-E-R, to 888-Kramer8. And I'll shoot you back the link so you can take a look about how you can get rewarded for letting your friends know and help us get to 1 million downloads. Woo. That's amazing. One million downloads. That is I mean, amazing. it's going to happen eventually. I'm that just, I don't amazing. know if we can get it, get it done. But I'm going to be positive and say we can do it. We can get it done. Gosh. It's just going to take literally a village to get it done. So yes. also another quick reminder on that. A download counts anytime you click on an episode. 
So <laughs> if there are episodes you don't listen, you haven't listened to yet, or you just like, I only drop in every now and then, can you just go and like click on them? Because that would really be helpful. I know it's a little shady, but just go with me here, okay? <laughs> we got to get to this one million mark some way, somehow. So, uh, or like same with the pep talks. If you don't listen to pep talks on Sunday, just, mm. just boop, just click it and you listen to it for one second, and turn it off. And that's to me, it's, it's, it still counts and we're good. <laughs> All right. Ask my mom time. Here we go. Uh, Ask my mom is an advice segment we do on Tuesdays and Thursdays on this uh, this show. We'll be listening in real time. And if you got any questions, I mean, I, I find it really interesting. I really do. Like whatever you're whatever you're going through, you know, um, mm-hmm. it's part of our podcast creed of live, laugh, love your mom. Whatever yeah. you're whatever going through in life, like I really found talking about the uh, Valentine's Day stuff interesting because not right. really knowing like what most couples did after so many years. Yeah, yeah. I found that interesting. So. Mom, oh, sorry. If you want to email me, it's that guy Kramer at gmail.com. That guy Kramer, K R A M E R, at gmail.com. Or you can always uh, shoot me a DM. I'm mostly on Instagram. It's that guy Kramer. Okay. Mom, let's. Um, Let's go ahead and get into uh, our, our Ask My Mom question for today. You want to read it? Okay, sure. Hey, Kramer and Mama Nancy. All the talk over Valentine's Day is really stirring things up for me. I have been married for four years. We agree on most things except for V-Day. I have always liked it. My family always made a big deal out of it for me. Any previous relationship, it was celebrated. But my oh. husband, on the other hand, thinks it's stupid. Thinks the whole thing is made up and a Hallmark day, and every year we have to make it into a thing of should we do anything or not. And typically, we don't. Last <laughs> year, I got him some stuff. He didn't get me anything. And this year, since it's been so crazy, I asked him we could get some stuff for each other and cook dinner. And he went into this thing about how he hates it. The last <laughs> point he made was, well, neither one of us is right and neither is wrong. <laughs> but since we can't agree, we just shouldn't celebrate it. <laughs> I am just curious. Is that Jimmy Hansen? <laughs> no, that sounds like him. Yeah. I am just curious if anyone else married to someone who hates Valentine's Day. Love you forever. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. That's funny, though. You know what just hit me? I What's think that? it would be hilarious for her to make herself a nice dinner, have candlelight, have a lovely dessert, and just not include him and just treat herself. <laughs> go <laughs> go herself, buy yourself a gift. Buy herself a little gift. And Wrap just, it up. Yeah. And yeah. then just sit down and say, okay, we couldn't agree. I love it. I'm doing it. Have a nice night. <laughs> yep. That's it. <laughs> I don't see why not. I don't see why you couldn't. You know what I mean? Try that myself. Yeah. Just be like, this is it. This is the one, man. This is. Yeah, this is Valentine's Day. And I'm sorry you don't want to chime in, but mm, that's fine. This is the one. This is what I want to do. Celebrate me. Yep. I mean, it's not a bad idea. I know. We should celebrate ourselves. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. it will. It does suck. I mean, it does suck. If you want to, <laughs> if it's a, if it's something special to you. Yes. I'm trying to think back in my marriage. I, I think my ex-wife felt the same way about Valentine's Day. Yeah. And she kind of felt like, eh, you know, I don't. Eh, eh. Yeah. Um, I, I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. I only thing I can remember is what I got her. 
Uh-huh. Um, I really don't remember, ever remember anything she got. I mean, I, I know she did, especially early on. I know she did. I yeah. just can't remember anything. But the last couple of years, I can't remember her. She really didn't care about Valentine's Day. I, I, to, to me, is it kind of stupid? Yeah. Is it made <laughs> up? Of course. But like, why not? Like, why not just, just go along with it? You know, like you can't beat them, join them kind of thing. Right. <laughs> well, that's um, what he said. Yeah, we well, no, he's, he, we shouldn't do it. Well, <laughs> that's funny. That's, that's funny reasoning. Like, well, looks like we're gonna have to agree to disagree, not to do anything. All right. Um, that cracks me up. I, I, I mean, it does suck. Like, like if you, if you want to do something, I mean, mom, mom, what do you do in a situation like that? I mean, because oh, no, God. I mean, there is no right and there is no wrong. Because at the end of the day. I mean, it's Valentine's Day. It's not, right. no one's going to die, you know, but right. like some, some people, it, it, it means, you know, there's, there's an expectation of something being done. So mm-hmm. well, honestly, like if she wants, and to the thing is like, she wants something done, you know, she wants yes. him to want to do something. Yeah. That's the problem. That's the problem. I don't know. You know, you can't, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you do. You know, when you have kids, it's a lot easier because then you just celebrate with the kids. You know, right. and I still do that, as you see. <laughs> yeah. My mom just texted me right, right before we came on. She's like, so get your Valentine's Day gift got there today. Like, All right. Thanks, Mom. That's cool. But yeah, I don't know. I think I think I'd try celebrating myself. <laughs> If you're uh, if you've been in a spot if you're in a relationship like that where you one of you likes it and one of you doesn't like what do you do because I mean, there is no really there's no middle ground on that I feel like is there like mm. you either celebrate or you don't like that's it right um, I'd be curious if, if like what you do if you're in a spot like that so eight 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 Kramer eight is our phone number eight 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 Kramer eight all right mom well that's it for today okay honey love you forever. If you're looking for a healthy snack, but like you just don't want all the sugar, the carbs, uh, the fat, let me recommend to you Monk Pack Keto Nut and Seed Bars. These things are delicious because at first when I heard the name, I wasn't too excited about promoting the product. I was like, I don't know if we're going to put this on the podcast or not. But then I had they I said got some they got shipped here. I'm like these are actually these are delicious. All of these monk packs are super good. One gram of sugar or less, two uh, two or three grams of carbs and they're only 150 calories so like if you're following a keto diet cool it's perfect even if you're not though and you just want to cut back on sugar and carbs which i gotta cut back on my carbs i gotta start doing better about it so like this is like those little things because you know i love a sweet treat i love it uh the monk pack keto nut and seed bars are the perfect balance of sweet and salty it's a crunchy uh they are crunch from whole nuts and seeds uh but it still manages to be soft and chewy too it is like yeah it's really good it comes in caramel sea salt they have uh sea salt dark chocolate and the peanut butter dark chocolate i love the peanut butter one i think it's delicious so you know try it for yourself and see what you think and if you if you want to get a special deal on this 20 percent off your first purchase of any monk pack product by going to monkpack.com and entering the code kramer at checkout and monk pack is actually so confident in their product they're backing it with a hundred percent satisfaction guarantee so if you don't like it for whatever reason they're going to exchange or refund your money whichever one you prefer cool right so to get started just go to monkpack.com 
That's M-U-N-K-P-A-C-K.com and select any product and then enter the code Kramer to get 20% off your purchase. Try it out. And then also, you know, if you're a certified fan, comment on the uh, the page and see what you think. Uh, Monk Pack. It's delicious, nutritious food that you can count on. Thank you so much for sponsoring our podcast today. Monk Pack. Let me give some good COVID news. Oh, by the way, this is this is the good news. I should mention that. This is the good news. We just at the end of the show, in case you're new. Good news, and it made me laugh, and then we say bye for today. Uh, it's Europe's oldest person. She is French nun, Sister Andre, and she has survived COVID just in time to celebrate her 117th birthday this week. That's crazy, right? Uh, her name is actually Lucille Randon. That's where she was born in 1904, and she became a nun in 1944. At least she got to be wild for a little bit there, 40 years. She uh, she tested positive for the coronavirus in her retirement home over in France about mid-January, right? And so uh, Sister Andre, though, had literally no symptoms. No symptoms. It continues to do very well, according to her caregiver. She's blind, but she's very spirited, according to them, and she's looking forward to a small birthday gathering with her fellow residents. Uh, she is, by the way, the world's second oldest person, according to this um, list, pretty much list of people that do it. Um, all of the world's old, 20 oldest people are female, by the way. And the only older person than Sister Andre is in Japan. It's is probably Kane Tanaka, Kane Tanaka, who turned 118 on January the 2nd. So she right up there though, man. But that's cool. You know, I can't imagine when old people get COVID, I get so nervous. I get so worried about them. So to recover at 117, man, never give up, right? Never give up. Uh, here's, a, here's a story for all my fried chicken lovers. Um, this guy named Jason, huge ha- fan of KFC, right? He's been going to the same location in Toronto uh, ever since he was a kid. He's 39 years old, and he has seen a familiar face there ever since. Her name is Amelia, and she was an employee there who started working way back in 1975. He says that she was always really kind and funny and that she adds to his fond memories of dining there with his family. Amelia now is 70 years old, and she has not slowed down. And she's even uh, she hasn't even taken a break from work during the pandemic. So her dedication to her work ethic actually inspired Jason to show her some love by starting a GoFundMe campaign for her. His goal was to raise two thousand dollars to help her pay some bills and to take care of some health issues for her. And the donation's been rolling ever since. And there, let me check the exact price as of three forty five on Wednesday. Is it Wednesday? Yeah. Um, it's at $23,255. That's cool, man. I like that story because like, think about that. They just, he just went to KFC. That's it. Just trying to get some fried chicken, but not because of the special bond he had with that, that one. Do you have, do you have that by the way? Do you go to a restaurant? There's like one employee there that you know is always going to be there. You do wait, make this weird bond, right? You do. So there you go. I think what I've learned the most from doing radio shows and podcasts for almost 20 years now is I, the general consensus I get is that guys genuinely just aren't great at Valentine's day. I'd say eight out of 10 guys. If I had to say just from my very limited research I've done here, uh, but we're just, I don't know. I don't, and I don't know why. Well, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why we're not great. I don't know. But Mike E. Winfield, though, is uh, he's, he's got a take on it. He's got a take on and he, he admits he's not great either. All day trying to figure out love. It ain't making sense, man. I, Valentine's Day throwing me off because I messed up last year and went to Victoria's Secret. Mistake. <laughs> I grab a bra, put, a, uh, put it on the counter. You know how you walk and you're like, there's no way this could be the actual price. 
And she confirmed it was $65. I'm like, what does it do? I'm uncomfortable. I'm like, what you gonna do, man? You ain't paying for this. Get out of this situation. I had nothing clever, man. I just moseyed away from the counter like this. Moseyed my ass out to J.C. Penny. Eight dollars. Y'all ain't even hear me. Eight dollars for the bra and the panties. It came on the same hanger. And it was beige. I don't give a shit. You think I care? You think she gonna walk in the room with it and I'm gonna be like, wait a minute. Is that from pennies? I can't go through with this. All right, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you so much for being here and being a part of our show today. It means a lot to me. It really does. Um, I take these shows more seriously than any radio show I've ever been on because it's just me and you're supporting it. So thank you. All right, I love you. I will see you back here tomorrow for a brand new episode with my dad, Jimmy Mack. Goodbye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.